All right, welcome to Times of Outdoors podcast episode 27. We are coming at you live from the inside of our hunting camp trailer. Uh, so forgive the generator background noise as we are camping on public land. Uh, if you listen to the previous episode, you'll know that we were on our way to Missouri to do some public land whitetail hunting. And we recorded this episode um, on day six of seven. So we have one day left. Uh, we go into detail about our struggles and our successes and our plans for our last day. Uh, this is a quickie, and we will get you a full updated version of our trip soon, as well as an episode on our show. Um, if you're listening, do us a favor. Please like the show on whatever platform you listen to it on. Maybe give us a review. It really helps generate more traffic to our, to our show. And make sure you download the Carbon TV app. Go watch our show. Uh, our, our episodes, our actual show episodes are pretty entertaining. Um, and let us know what you think. Send us a message. Shoot us comments on social media. All that jazz. All right. Hope you like this episode, and thanks for listening. Oh yeah, we gotta do, we gotta. This it's can't be a long hurt. Tomorrow morning. What time is it right now? For me, it is ten thirty-eight. Oh, we gotta make this a quick Wouldn't one. Be the first time I've been in my. This is gonna be a quickie. Drunk, but it's really only nine thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the fallback. Yeah, but that uh, fallback means you're losing hours. Yeah, we're losing hours. So it's eleven thirty-eight. If you want to be a pessimist about it, I guess. It's true though. <laughs> So we gotta get up. What time do we gotta get up? I'm a buck on the ground kind of guy. So I don't have to oh, <laughs> <laughs> there, that's a weird flex. A buck on the ground before the last day. It's the best. We're in Missouri. We got one more day left to kill something. Me and John, Dean and Nico both have bucks on the ground, of course, because they're tanties. <laughs> they shot out of the same stand. Even dumber, they, we could, well, that's offensive against dumb people. I know, definitely doesn't listen to our podcast. Are you guys podcast. recording yet? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been recording <laughs> since you were talking shit about. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit it out. Yeah, you probably don't want to do that. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, yeah. One more day. One more day. Nico shot a buck out of the same exact tree that his dad shot his buck out of. Not. It'd be, by pure luck, like pure chance, you didn't even you just got into a tree and it ended up being the same one. Yeah, I decided to go hunt that bottom because he hunted there last year and saw a good deer, and then he shot a buck there on our second day, and he had nobody had been back in there, and I really didn't think he hurt anything by shooting a deer and getting it out of there. So, so I went back to the that ridge, it's just a big oak ridge, and picked the tree. And when I went to put my stick on the tree, I said, "I wonder if this is the exact same tree I saw. Like tree bark was missing and a broken branch." And then we went in there to drag the deer out today, and it was the exact same tree. My deer was like 10 yards away from where his deer was standing. so funny. It's a straight up and down tree, too. It's a perfect tree. It's a perfect tree. It's got one branch right there. You do look a little bit like a boot on a, on a shelf. Well, that's why there's that one branch right there <laughs> with all the leaves on it. But, but yes, you're right. According to the wise man of Old Man Dean Tanti, deer in Missouri don't look up. Uh, bucks don't look up. 
I mean, that buck should have picked me off, and he definitely didn't. They also expected all the deer to come from the opposite side of the tree, and he did not. But from the opposite side of the tree, then the tree blocks you, and then you kill them when they walk by. Right. But it didn't work like that. And his buck didn't come from the other side. It came from behind him, too. So you were in a hang-on facing the same way my saddle was on the same side of the tree, right? Yeah, I just happened to be looking backwards at the time. Yeah. So Dean, Dean and Nico both got one down. Dean shot his. When did you shoot yours? The second day? Was yes. it the second day? Yeah. The, Shit. The third? Third day. First, the second full day. It was the third. Yeah. Because we got here on the first. Yeah. The night of. Or yeah, November 3rd. Second full day. We've all bounced around and moved around. Shit, I've and moved every three sets. Yeah. I've sat three three times in each place that I've sat. An evening, a morning, and an evening? Yeah, except for the first place. I, I, I sat there in the evening and then the morning, and then uh, I moved out of there. But most of the other places I've sat in the evening, morning, and evening. It seems to be a lot of nocturnal movement right now. There's absolutely... I have seen no... None of what you get excited for this time of year. I've seen none of that. Yeah, no rut activity at all. And I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm sure it's going on, but it's, it's happening at night or somewhere else. All right, it's just mainly nocturnal. I think there's a lot of pressure in here. They're feeling it. Well, we found out when we got here that the youth hunt was last weekend. The weekend that, that met yeah, the, the last, day we got last here. Last weekend of October. So I, I would imagine, and we also found out because we thought it was just an archery only zone, and it's not. So there probably was a lot of people here yeah. that weekend, and it probably got hunted real hard. And I've noticed a lot of deer in the CRP, which is probably because there were so many people in the woods for the last three days before we got here. It pushed them all out of there. And the conservation officer said the Amish hit it pretty hard, and this is big time Amish country. I mean, every day we've come out of the woods, we've ran into some oh, Amish yeah. guys. I saw two different guys come out today. They talk to us every day, really. With their sweet-ass crossbows. The Amish guy helped us carry this deer out of the woods tonight. He did. Helped him us him. find the deer. Amish boy Levi is the... Well, 14-year-old guy. Pretty cool. He came down, or I was sitting yesterday, he came off the private. I'm in a corner pretty close to private. He came <laughs> down, saw me, gave me a thumbs up, and left. And then I saw him after dark, we talked for a minute, and he hunts that area a lot. And then today, after dark, him and his dad were coming out. They hunted different areas. He asked if he could tag along for the tracking job, and he actually ended up finding it. It ran down this ravine, and he went on top, and it came up on top, and he stumbled upon it. I just don't know how he'd lose blood that much. I can't believe he lost blood like 60 yards in. Yeah, because I think he made a straight left turn. It was just pin drops. Yeah. Back of the lungs and high, just... I don't think there's enough, when you're that far back, even when they exhale, I don't think it's enough to push much out. <laughs> that was really weird. You guys are weird. I just <laughs> touched my penis with his foot. That is weird. weird. It, was a, it was a gloved foot. <laughs> or a shoot foot, whatever you call it. <laughs> Terrified. Uh, 20, 20 minutes ago, John wanted to punch me in the face, and now he's touching my dick. 100% was still like that. <laughs> I had vivid visions of just fucking rocking you right now. It would have been a fight to the death. So, there's two more of us that have to get deer tomorrow. We have one more day left. We're very tired. This is going to be a short podcast. Because I'm... It's amazing how tired this makes you. I'm exhausted. Not you, everybody. Yeah, no, it's it's like... 
there's no time for partying. <laughs> you're, you're pretty much having a few beers at night and going to bed. And then carrying that thing out of the woods. Yeah, we, which was pretty sweet the way we did it. Threw two logs in the legs and formatted out of the woods. We had quite. Oh, excuse me. How far do you think we had to carry that? Let's find out. Map it out. Pretty far ways. It's probably over a thousand yards, right? It sure felt like a long ways. It was far. That was mm-hmm. far. It was was the whole thing uphill. Yeah, pretty much, until we got into uh, into Levi's Field. Yeah, that was uphill too. Yeah, it pretty much was. Yeah, it was. It kind of flattened out. It went downhill when we got to like his right house. Now. Yeah, it was like steep. Yeah, it was pretty much uphill the whole way. I don't know where we were though. I still don't think it would have been over here. I think it would have been a, a, more of a pain in the ass shooting it down in that river bottom that we hunted that first day. Probably this is the first couple couple days. Six hundred and sixty-one yards. Oh wow! Really? So that's right. Is that a, is it crow flies? Yes, it's crow flies. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of like close to a thousand yards. Yeah, because we kind of zigzagged out of there. I'm positive that spot that we came out was the spot that I hunted last year because. It was a perfect opening into the thing. like two little cedars on each side. Yep, yeah, I remember those. Uh, that was it. So, yeah, it's definitely different. It's like last year we saw bucks chasing all, all week. and Well, not all week, but Dean, you saw deer all week, but we, we pretty much just saw them the last couple of days. But this year it's like nothing is going on. I my, was, first, my first sit was down on the river bottom. And it was kind of sweet. I saw a deer the first night. I saw a deer every day down there, but they were all those. I got a good look at a buck, which I'm quite sure died at some point with all these people in camp. Either I think Louisiana boy shot the one that I saw. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I couldn't get a good look at his antlers. He said there was a couple of them running around there. So saw that one buck and then hunted that for, shit, what, three, four days? This saw uh, doe, and so I ended up moving. We moved a little set over in like a, a field edge, some CRP, and then a little bit of a like a slight oak ridge area. I was kind of hunting the wood line. We found a little bit of buck sign. I just was not super thrilled with the amount of buck sign that was down there. I knew it was a bedding area for sure. And every morning I was going, I was bumping deer. So that's another thing that like drove me away from it. As I hate bumping deer, so I wanted to try to back up off it a little bit. And ever since I did that, I backed up off that. The day that I left there, went somewhere else. Louisiana boy was down there on the north side of it, shot a buck. So then I vacated that whole premises, and then hunting hopefully a different herd. Hopefully, ideally. We fucked up that little ridge line. You were hunting where you shot yours, and then they're like, uh-uh. And they moved just a little bit to the west. I could well have. I don't know. I, I, I went in deep the first day all the way down into that ri- into that river bottom. That was, that was like I had to find a place to cross, and I got down, climbed up this embankment, and I just see sign everywhere. Like, as I get eye level with the ground, and I'm like, shit, this is it. So I sat there for three sets, and I didn't see shit. Except for one doe when I first got in there, I bumped her out of there. So then I kind of scouted out of there. Most people get to public, they scout in. 
but I like started in in the middle of it and then came out and moved around wherever I would find a little bit of sign I'd try to set up something and and then uh the, the neighbor guy in the can in our camp told us he saw a buck go into this this there's this little small elevation change uh river bottom in front of camp it's like, like a depression two, was two, surrounding yeah, the crp 200 yards from camp it's surrounded by crp it's probably 30 acres of like woods and uh probably 50 60 feet drop yep there's a pasture across the street where we'd see some deer out there in the in the at night in the morning and at night so i sat in there one night Saw a little buck, two little bucks spiking another little basket. They couldn't have a shot at either one. And then I moved because I figured the deer were going up on the other side of this, like, uh, saddle there, like a hilltop saddle there. And I went on the other side of that by this little pond. And that morning I saw a big buck run, bed down, 200 yards from me. And then all of a sudden all these cars started coming in and out of the, in and out of the camp area like three cars in and out in and out and they were driving kind of slow and i think it made him nervous he got up and ran so i hunted there again that night and the next morning because i thought maybe he'd still be in there and i could get him out of there with a call and nothing i never saw anything so i actually moved again today to a spot on the other side of the road leading into camp there's like it's all oaks over there and it, it's a ridge that goes down into some private land. And I went so you got to a picture of all those rubs? Dude, there's... I literally... Dean dropped me off Beer on the bad. road. Uh, the wind's coming out of the south, so I had somebody drop me off on the north side of this little square of public. And I walked the trail along the private and the public, and 50 yards from the road, there's this big tree with rub on it then there's a scrape i go a little bit farther another rub another scrape and i got all the way down in the corner where the private there's like a 90 degree angle there and there's just rubs everywhere so i'm like you know what i'm just gonna set up here and i saw a spike and a bunch of dough and that was it and a coyote and then nico sent us a video saying he shot a buck so yeah i'm gonna stay there tomorrow and that, that's where i'm hunting the rest of the weekend Moved around enough. And I have never seen so much good property with like bedding and it's amazing runways and so little, little rubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, that's why I was excited so about other. I've by. never seen that many rubs all this whole week. That's the first time I've seen that many rubs in a small area where like where you would be in Michigan, you'd be walking through shit here that you'd be like in Michigan. Oh, you there be all these trees would be rubbed up. So right where Dean's hunt, like he was turkey hunting, right on the north side of on that on that ridge trail, in between those two CRP fields. Yeah. There's like a bunch of like six year fucking oak growth, just these little sapling oaks, that go for a hundred yards, down down through a little draw. In Michigan, dude, that they're toothpicks, for sure, and there's nothing. There's a couple of scrapes there, but. Yeah, it's weird the lack of rubs in here. There is a, I mean, you find them every now and then. They're there. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, way more a, scrapes on the tops than you find rubs. There's cedars and shit that are just picked clean, but, yeah, I just don't, I don't know if well, that I found has that something to do with, like, a velvet. It was the same as last year. Last year, I remember thinking 
the amount of sign that I was finding was so minimal. Yeah. In places where you would think that there'd be like shit everywhere and there'd be nothing. And it's just like Which gets me weary about this spot that I'm in tomorrow is that like all scrapes that are getting hit for sure. Like right now they're out there. They're just getting hit at night. Right. And they're topside on a fairly decently traveled via like public I would imagine it's a very accessible trail and it's right there. So whether or not they're traversing that throughout the day. The or deer not. I saw the night were traveling the trail, like the cut trail. Yeah. yeah. Missouri does a great job of maintaining trails throughout their public and uh that's where they that's where I saw that buck. He like was all like, their marked trails are nice. They're super nice, but their unmarked trails are Yeah, they're they're great. Yeah. I'm I'm literally hunting. 15 and a half yards off of a main trail. I'm not even I'm not, I'm not even 10 yards off of a main trail. Yeah. It's I mean it's right I'm, I'm 15 yards away from private. <laughs> it's well yeah, I was only about 20 yards off private today. The private the private I'm on it goes it goes almost it's like a real steep incline up and there's this big huge rifle blind at the top of it. I'm like 270 yards away from it or no, 170 yards away from it. And it just, it's all like, you can tell it's like a, there's no cows there, but they're there at some point. And it's like all these little pockets of like, just rotate the path brushy right? shit. And then, but it's all green grass and perfect those Osage orange trees, which supposedly I read an article. Keep spiders away, that, but do they keep ladybugs away? Cause we've no. got a fucking infestation. <laughs> I read, I read an article the other day that, that, that deer will eat them. Really? This guy had a whole, he did a whole study on these Osage Orange things, and he was he had cameras set up, and the only deer that ate them were big bucks. All the smaller bucks walked right past them. The big bucks ate them, and then in the late season, the bigger does were eating them, but nothing else touched them. Were they eating the green ones or when they rotted? The green ones. Oh. i got to find the article. I want to say it was like the Deer Society that put it out. That's weird. Cause I was, cause I was hearing them drop. Man, this got to be so bitter. That's what they said. They said the most like if you Google Osage Orange, they they will say animals don't eat them, they rot. But then I wrote, I Googled, do deer eat them? And I found this article from the Deer Society or something where the guy was saying that he experienced that they did. But I guess know, they eat acorns. Maybe there was too. nothing else for those deer to eat. Acorns are super bitter. Yeah, I think you'd have to see what else is around there. Cause right, it might have been just. Yeah, a hard winter or something. That was it. That's it. Yeah, two bucks down. Two more to go. Two to go. Oh man, tomorrow. One more day. Seems like it went too fast. I'm t- I'm exhausted fast. though, man. It the hunting public land and especially like this, with the ridges. Just walking up and down these oh, hills. Oh, the train. It's cool though. It's a totally different style of hunt. I was putting, I was going from my truck, from the truck, to my spot, and then back to my truck, and that was the only walking I would do, and I'd put seven and a half miles average a day. (laughs) Well, then, like, I don't have anywhere, I mean, I could go on public land and do it, I guess, but the farms that I hunt back in Michigan, I don't have anywhere where I'm hunting in the timber. So I'll do, like, a true hard timber hunt today on an oak ridge. I've never... Oh, you're always on a field edge. Or like, or it's like just not just big timber. Right. It's a patch of woods. Yeah. It's not. 
it's not see where I'm at. Fourteen hundred acres of timber. I mean, that's where I'm at tonight, it's like it's a it seems younger, and there's like a yeah. real thick understory. It's like real thick in there, but there's some highways that go through in and out of where I'm at. So well, that's part of why I wanted to hunt where I'm hunting because I get to look at a lot okay. of like good wooded area. I could see so far along oak this whole oak ridge and like you said I've never hunted a big ass oak ridge like that I've never I've you always see it like on the um, the meat eater deer drive when they they go out there and like the flintlock episode yeah, even, yeah they're just hunting oak ridges for and you see like miles of oak trees and just fucking these big ridges and what we're hunting right here I've never got to hunt any of that it's definitely different. I can than see out to No matter where it's I fun. go into my biggest patch of woods, if I look within 400 yards, is a fucking field. So yeah, like, right, right. Here is nothing. It's that spot I said down. 400 yards. There's 400 yards more of oaks. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. It just never ends. It's just one ridge after the next. However, it is difficult to hunt, especially now. Like you have to learn the deer, see why they're running side hill on the steepest incline, like a fucking mountain goat. Instead of taking a valley yeah. up to a it really easily accessible area. Yeah, like it seems like back home they take the least, the easiest the path, path. of least resistance. Yeah, yeah, always. And it's not, it doesn't seem to be the case here. And last year it was completely different. All the deer we saw were down in the bottoms. Yeah. And this year we're seeing a lot of deer up in the, up in the CRP, up in the. Yeah, because there's what, ten people here in camp? Four, five, six, eight people here in camp right now? There was nine. Some of them and, are hunting other places, but they're camping here. But it's, there's, like, out of everybody here, there's three deer dead so far, and two died on the same ridge, and the other one died in the CRP. Yeah. Right on the edge of the CRP. Where? The, the Louisiana boys do. Ridge, CRP, touch oh, base. he was on that swamp bottom. I thought he was on the top side of it. Nope, he was down right oh. right where I was. And then I lied. He was down right in that, in that river bottom. He was... 250 yards north of where I was. It's hard to come up with a strategy when you have a week and you've not, you know you don't have any scouting. You yeah. didn't come here and scout ahead of time. You you, you really don't have a whole lot of intelligence to go to. I don't know. That's bullshit because Dean had a strategy and he fucking he's like, well, this he, is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and Dean. Then it, he Dean hunted last year. Dean's and, strategy was I'm gonna sit where I hunted last year because I had all kinds of opportunities <laughs> last year. <Yeah. laughs> it worked out great. <laughs> That's obviously a good spot because. He had all those opportunities last year. He killed one right away. A guy killed a big buck there last year. One other one came through today. He killed a big, big, big uh, that other guy killed a buck over by where you sat the last oh, night. Oh, it was the other side. But it's in the same general yeah, vicinity. Yeah, same square. Yeah. That's right by where John's at today. Oh, is it? I it's thought pretty close. Oh, John's okay. just north of it a little bit. It's the same ridge. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where he was at. Yeah. Yep. And then I, I saw bucks there too the first couple of days, but they were small, and I got I saw more dogs than I did deer, so I left. Pit, pit bulls. Yeah, big old pit bulls. I never said they're bit. I just said they're pit bulls. Big vicious pit bulls. We're gonna have to review the footage again. Which we found out today was actually uh, maybe a six-month-old blue beetle. <laughs> <laughs> it was I the really, funniest puppy I've ever met. I really think I it was that, it the one that I saw though at the end of that gravel road over there. I'm pretty sure that was one of them. Yeah. Yesterday when I saw those dogs, the healer wasn't with them. It was just the pits. Oh really? Or this morning? No, this morning. I think that's morning. 
There's no way that was a healer. That's too big to be a healer, the one that you saw. It was the same dog was that we cat, saw today. It was a Catahoula. They look the same. Well, one just gets was. bigger. What was that one? It was the same type of an adult. I like that dog. It's a dog we today. That dog was friendly as shit. I wanted him to jump in my truck and be like, oh, I just don't know what happened to him. <laughs> he just took him back to Michigan. It's <laughs> my dog now. Well, that's our update. We're going to go to bed now and try to kill two bucks tomorrow. We'll do another podcast on the drive home. Yeah. yeah. We I mean, will. by the time we're you hear this. We're a little bit more energized. By the time you hear this, you've probably already seen Nico's butt. Yep. I mean, for sure. And you follow us on Instagram. <sighs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Get
Yeah. 